Remember the times that you'd be sitting in class at middle school and through high school and the teacher would be rambling about nothing important and you'd find yourself daydreaming. You'd find yourself doodling or writing in your notebook. Come with me now and return to those times, to the times of high adventure, to the times of dark insanity. When you had no idea where the story was going, you were just writing to write. It's nostalgic. It's offensive. And I got it all right here. Welcome to Tinkerbuff Storytime. Disco Never Dies, circa 2014. The year was 2016. It was the height of Disco's marvelous return. I was a spy and being sent to England as an undercover dancer to investigate my lifelong friend and arch-nemesis, Hugh Grant. The disco floors were shimmering in technicolor and raised platforms on top of those floors. They were each covered in strobe lights. I saw no sign of the villain. I had received intel that Hugh was in the process of creating a satellite capable of destroying a city in seconds, as most supervillains tend to do. Intel also informed me that he had formed an undying love for Disco. So here I was, in white bell-bottom pants and a baby blue blazer, looking like a real fool in the middle of a crowded dance floor. The Academy had never taught me how to dance, so I just went with the failsafe, the notorious Newman Shuffle. Suddenly, the crowd began parting as a platform moved onto the dance floor. The platform was about six feet long by six feet wide. It was built with strobing lights that constantly changed color, and inside the platform were four human beings that had to crawl on all fours to move it. Riding the platform was Hugh Grant, and human slavery, city-destroying satellites aside, this guy was the humanization of a perfect disco dancer. My disguise instantly failed, as Hugh called out to me by name and told me to join him on board the platform. I hesitantly approached the edge and looked at the suffering humans inside the blocks of light, I, um, Hugh, I am not comfortable with that. I stammered as I saw Hugh's bodyguard approach me. It was Triple H, and he was dressed in a smart summer suit. His hair was finely groomed. Beside myself, I thought, he's doing pretty good for himself. <laughs> Why not? Just get up here. You love dancing, Hugh shouted, breaking my train of thought. Hugh, I'm not going to dance on top of a bunch of people. That's insane, I replied. Oh, they don't mind. Hugh assured casually as Triple H knelt down and used a pair of pliers to threaten one of the slaves, who forced back a smile to show that he, in fact, didn't mind. I'm actually going to need to stop this, dude, I told Hugh, who stopped dancing and approached the edge of the platform. Stop what? Bro, this is the future. I want to start selling moving dancing platforms. Tomorrow, I already have the patent. You can't sell these to people. Hugh, not everybody's going to be into human trafficking, I reminded skeptically. Why? Why do you always do this? Even when we were kids, you always stomped on my dreams, Hugh sighed. Well, man, what do you expect? I asked as Triple H suddenly began bumping me with his chest. What, what are you doing? I demanded as the former wrestler continued bumping me with his chest, each bump sending me back a few feet. Dude, I shouted when suddenly I realized I had been bumped completely out of the dance hall. Triple H slammed the door in my face. The next day, Hugh Grant gave me a call and invited me over to his castle for tea. I put on a nice suit and thought, why not? I was supposed to sneak into his castle and foil his plans later anyway, but this seemed a lot easier. Hugh's castle was a traditional one that had barely been refurbished. He even had a moat that had some of the largest fish I'd ever seen swimming inside of it. 
Once inside the castle, I walked through the long hallway of awards, trophies, and framed ransom letters that he was very proud of. Triple H soon greeted me and led me into the sunroom, where Hugh Grant welcomed me with a large smile and a hug. Sometimes I wasn't sure if he knew we were supposed to be enemies or not. Why did you invite me over? I asked as Triple H left the room. Well, I have some new products to show you, and I wanted to use you as my test market, because you seem skeptical, and I need more than just a yes man. I don't like your products, Hugh. I thought I had made that very clear last night. Yeah, yeah, you did, but maybe you'll like these, he replied as Triple H walked back in with what, with what looked like a very large vacuum. Okay, Joe, check this out. Hugh hyped as he crushed a bunch of cookies in his hand and tossed the crumbs all over the floor. Triple H, without a word, turned the vacuum on and with one sweep took up all the crumbs. That is a very impressive vacuum, I noted as Triple H nodded and turned it off. Right? It's my own invention, Hugh bragged. Well, but what's the catch? I asked slowly as the villain leaned over and took the front of the vacuum off. Inside the vacuum was a naked man who had been stuffed into the machine. The tube of the vacuum led to his throat when, for no reason at all, Triple H used a pair of pliers to rip out one of the man's teeth. The man tried to scream, but the vacuum tube going down his throat muffled most of it as Triple H zipped the vacuum cover back on. I stared blankly at the two, unsure of what to say. Well, what do you think? Hugh asked excitedly. Why? I shouted, getting irritated. What do you mean, why? Hugh asked, legitimately confused. I mean, why, man? Why does there have to be a person in there? Well, otherwise it wouldn't be very evil now, would it? It would just be a vacuum, Hugh replied with a tone of, duh. Well, I mean, I guess, I shrugged. Look, Joe, I know you're not a fan of the human trafficking, but that aside, that aside, is it not a pretty good vacuum? Hugh asked slowly. I sighed. That aside, yes, it is a pretty good vacuum, I complimented. Hugh chuckled and clapped a few times before motioning Triple H to get the next product. Okay, man, check this. You saw the fish in my moat, right? Pretty big, Hugh asked. Oh, no. I replied slowly, as Triple H put a DVD in a nearby player, and we all turned to face the TV. The movie opened up on Hugh Grant smiling and casting out a line into a beautiful pond on a midsummer's day. Within a second, he felt a tug on the line and began reeling in his catch. The camera panned and shone one of the colossal fish leaping out of the water. It was a beautiful fish, about four feet in length and easily a hundred pounds. A voiceover asked, Don't you wish your pond was stocked with Hugh fish? The DVD came to an end as I looked back and saw Hugh was standing next to a trifold poster. On the poster was a picture of a fish and then a blueprint that was an x-ray of the fish. Inside the fish, a person was crammed in the middle of the rib cage. The person's mouth lined with the inside of the fish's mouth. This, okay, man, I gotta stop. I, I gotta draw the line somewhere, I said before Hugh even began pitching his speech. But I haven't even begun, Hugh reminded and seemed more confused than offended. Disco is dead, and so is your business, I replied coolly before bringing a handgun from my suit jacket. Without a second to lose, though, Triple H casually swatted the guns out of my hands. I cursed as the gun fell to the floor. He was a very strong man. The wrestler picked me up with his gorilla hands and to a nearby window. Now wait, wait, just a moment, Hugh called out, and the wrestler turned me to face him. Look, here's an idea. Why don't you join me? We could sell Hugh products together. What? No, man. For so many reasons, no. I assured as Hugh pulled out a remote that I was sure would be my demise. 
but when he pressed it, the only thing that happened was some soft funk began to play over the castle's intercoms. Triple H began pushing me out the window when I remembered something. Wait, 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 I protested, as Triple H politely stopped his shoving and Hugh gave me his full childlike attention. Are you, um, dude, are you building a satellite to destroy major cities? I asked. What? No. <laughs> Why would I? He was a lot of things, but he had never lied to me before. Well, that's actually why I'm here. I just wanted to make sure you weren't, man. Otherwise, the U.S. military was going to nuke your castle, I confessed. Oh, well, thank you, Agent Newman. I appreciate the heads up. Hugh smiled, and I couldn't help but smile back at my lifetime friend. Right before, Triple H shoved me out the window. It was okay, however, for I had a parachute. The end.